You're now listening to the Something Good Podcast Network. Please press any key to continue. Everybody, welcome to this week's edition of the Couch Brotatoes. I'm Alex Morrison, and this week we're going to be diving back into South Park again because, well, we're not really getting a lot of episodes, but we are getting a lot of content. Can you hear anything? Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, you're just looking at me weird, <laughs> but no. Uh, so, we'll start that one over. I just, I, what was that? Oh, you didn't have your headphones on. Oh, I already did audio check okay. on it. We were fine. I was trying not, not to do too much on the back now while i'm trying to also stop wearing hats because it pushes it down vain bullshit (laughs) you're a fancy lady i understand (laughs) all right everybody and welcome to this week's edition of the couch bro potatoes i'm alex morrison and this week we're going to be diving back into south park and we haven't been getting a lot of episodes but it feels like they've been just releasing a lot of content yeah so they're doing they're doing like three episode drops all at once as an episode that's what it is yeah so they're, they're roughly like 50 minutes long which is about the timeline of three episodes yeah uh so yeah we get uh two new specials the streaming wars and streaming wars part two i wouldn't even Electric consider boogaloo i wouldn't even consider them specials i just consider them like just three episodes banded together special events yeah it's like, it's like, <laughs> like this, this technically is the season yeah like in a fucked up way like like the post-covid pre-covid those were episodes mm-hmm. and yeah, yeah, I mean, honestly, yeah, that, that is a good way to look at it because we got such a short back-to-back episode season with 25. So it almost feels like Streaming Wars Part 1 and 2 is kind of like the Stranger Things Part 1 and 2 yeah. ending to their new season. And I'm kind of curious to see if they're actually going to go back to the episode format, back to the, like the six days to air type thing. Right. And because, you know, they got they got to they got to find a way to keep up with everything and that's always that was impossible back in 2016 to 2020 yeah yeah but now i think uh it's actually kind of slowed down enough for them and them doing a very specific like targeted uh, subject matter mm-hmm. such as, like this one is the streaming services yeah and the allegory they use throughout works perfect even making fun of themselves even oh yeah no they they, they poke hard at themselves on these next two episodes mainly and i wonder how much of it is like the truth because when you kind of read between the lines i just wonder if they are actually like telling the truth on like what happened or if they're just creating a scenario because they like getting meta with it yeah and that's that's kind of the great thing about south park they're able to make fun of themselves yeah like you remember like in the early seasons it was stan well i think i've learned today or kyle says you know Mm -hmm. i think what this really means is and they really poke fun of that later on in like the 20 and uh uh, season twenty twenty one is just like shut the fuck up. No one cares what you learned. Yeah, and like you're not. It, it basically is kind of a slap in the face to a lot of them. It's just like you may have learned something, but you'll never change. Mm-hmm. And that was the cool thing about South Park was they constantly learn these lessons. And even going into the future, you know, backpedaling a little bit. Especially mm-hmm. a good example is the Tolkien thing. Yeah, was 
yes, we we had a character named Token Black. But what a nice fuck you moment when they're like, oh no, he's his dad's just a Lord of the Rings fan, you know. But but I also love the fact that like anytime we've talked about South Park, even in the past, before mm-hmm. season twenty five, before any of these specials, you always referred to Token as Tolkien. Like you, you always said Tolkien. So like when they made that joke, it hit super hard for me. Cause I'm sitting here going, oh, Chris has always said Tolkien. Oh my fucking God. Yeah. <laughs> and like, just to go out, his, his name is Token. Originally yeah. Token, Token Black, the Token Black character, which, yeah, is, yeah. which is a nice little trope. And they're all tropes. Every character in South Park is a trope. And we see one of the other big tropes actually return this mm-hmm. season, someone we hadn't seen in a minute. Because I was going to say, we covered all that on that uh, previous season. But uh, overall, what did you think of these two specials? I really liked them. They did a lot of pull from other very serious episodes. Uh, even the uh, PP guy, the PP pool guy. It's a PP. Because that goes back to an old episode of them going to the water park. Yep. And Kyle just being so disgusted <laughs> with the idea of people <gasps> piece, piss, peeing, in the, peeing in the pool. And that is like one of my favorite scenes is the boys all chilling in the pool and the kids and the little kids float on by and you just see the pool of yellow starting. They're like, oh, 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 no. Um, And, you know, we get man bear pig back, which is, you know, pimped out. Well, not just that, the the allegory of climate change, which is hilarious. And they already did the apology to Al Gore episode in the last season or the specials. And, it's all running together. And that, that, you know, that goes into another another kind of facet of South Park that people don't understand is the people that make they make fun of who watch it and kind of love it. Oh, yeah. Like There's only my, been a few people that have kind of gotten their panties in a wad over it, that um, being like Tom Cruise. Uh, Rob Reiner, Barbara Streisand, and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Uh, because I love what's his name from The Cure. Well, they were just like absolutely ruthless well, they're, on they're, Barbara Streisand. So yeah, but, I can't, I can't imagine was also she was bitch. Oh, well, yeah. But, but she was had, also like, you know, the reason they went after her, the real I, reason they went after her. The, I've, I've heard it before. She called she called it trash TV. Mm-hmm. And the guys, you know, Trey Parker, Matt Stone are basically like, look, we know exactly what we're about. Mm-hmm. So we're going to make fun of you because yeah. she's actually one of the most hated people in Hollywood at that time. Right. Because she, the way she treated people and it's like, she's so, such an easy target mm. to make fun of. But I do love uh, what's his name from the cure. Robert Smith, Robert Smith. He watched Robert it. Smith, but Robert Smith he's here to save the day. Yeah. But Robert Smith watched it. He's like, this is, too, had, this is too goddamn funny. Well, that, and he was like, I had no idea what I was recording those lines for. Mm-hmm. He goes, they just show up, and they're like, say this. Okay, now say this. And, that's, and, that's, and he's like, I wasn't given context. He's like, so when I watched it, it was quite shocking. And that's <laughs> something South Park actually got away from was, you know, celebrity voices. Because I remember, like, season three or season four, Jennifer Aniston came on the episode. Yeah. George Clooney played a dog. Mm-hmm. Like it is, it is a huge amount of like star power that gets put in this put in this show. And now, I kind of I'm kind of glad they're able to, you know, step back a little bit, get some other voice actors in, mm-hmm. and it's still like just a solid satire. 
especially the PP guy. He's like <laughs> this. He's like he's like this Mario Wario type character. <laughs> it is. It's like it's. I was gonna say it's like evil Mario, but evil Mario technically is Wario, but he's not really a yeah. Wario. And you you get to kind of like the uh, backwards part of the black family in the in all of South Park. Mm-hmm. They're not some poor black family. They are the richest people, and everyone hates them not because they're black, but because they're rich. <laughs> <laughs> Except for Mister Garrison, he he hates them. <laughs> he, he just he, he hates talked about putting on Don and hoods and shit. But uh, now the streaming service this this whole storyline <laughs> back to it. <laughs> the, whole, the streaming service storyline is fucking perfect because it it, it gets water rights which is a big deal out west mm-hmm. especially past uh once you get past missouri yeah was who has rights to the water which is something in california which trey parker and matt stone are at no is what's killing those states water yep. rights um because as of right, right now there's a water shortage out west well i mean that's why they probably did the episode yeah yeah but like it ties into hey let's talk about water rights let's talk about the the invention of what is basically new cable with streaming services and still go back to like climate change and stuff like that and they're able to seamlessly put all three together in a nice little fuck you Mm -hmm. (laughs) two-parter and you know if it comes i think it comes out to like a little shy of like two hours uh, yeah that's about right each episode is roughly an hour and honestly for me i almost liked the other specials a little more Mm -hmm. this one felt a little lacking I don't know. Uh, but yeah, let's go ahead and uh, break down the plot episode by episode, and uh, we'll kind of run it down. Uh, exactly what Chris was saying. Uh, Denver is experiencing a large drought caused by Man Bear Pig, mm-hmm. uh, resulting in drying streams and discussions about uh, reinstituting water restrictions, uh, which of course winds up terrifying PP because he needs all the fucking water for his water park. And so that they've done a good thing of setting up the what's happening and the motive behind the villain. He doesn't see himself quite is the villain till maybe the very end when he gets a little power hungry yeah um but yeah uh, the protesting citizens including uh pp are told that the waters um the city's water uh is used in agriculture which immediately clips to like randy like wasting all the water copious amounts of water on his weed farm mm-hmm. it's like yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and what's fucked up is like that's that's the it's kind of like the backbone mm-hmm. of what the water is needed for. You know, granted, there's a, there, there's a nice little joke about water waste in it with Randy, someone who's just lackadaisical mm-hmm. with every aspect of his life. He's like, oh, you don't like something? Oh, you're a bigot, Sharon. Fuck <laughs> you, Sharon. <laughs> and, you know, Randy Marsh is the omnipotent character of South Park. Kinda. Yeah. He can do no wrong in his own eyes. Yes. So he's a one Even man. Even though he's doing all the wrong. Yeah, he's one man God, basically. <laughs> and like, it's it's kind of hilarious that he's the the center point for these two specials mm-hmm. because he was kind of the, the asshole center point of the last two specials. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, uh, both Trey and Matt have already said that, you know, part of the reason why Randy became a lot more of a pivotal role and an mm-hmm. important voice in South Park is they were like, you know, he was originally made to make fun of their dad. He's mm-hmm. like, but we're slowly getting to that point where we are Randy. So, like, yeah. you know, we're, we're able to voice a lot more story and tell a lot more stuff through Randy because we relate to Randy a little bit more than yeah. we do the kids now. And that was a lot of influx of Randy-centric storylines throughout South Park before Paramount 
went the way they did. Oh, yeah. But it's like, I remember watching a breakdown on YouTube about it, and like one of the first real Randy-centric episodes was, I think, the Obama episode. Mm-hmm. Where he goes like super off the rails, drinking Obama, yeah, no. yeah. and then shortly after was like the Little League fighting episode, yeah. and like those two episodes is like what cemented Randy as like no longer just a side character that you know would robble robble with the mm-hmm. rest of the group. He's now a focus. Yeah, and around that time, not much after the Obama episode and the. Uh, that was the Game of Thrones esque two episodes, where Randy is basically a main character, and then they created the game, and those two episodes were introducing the game. And if you play the games, Randy's the character to have in those two games. Yeah, and it's very centric on him. And in this, in the streaming, in the streaming wars, it calls back, especially in the second part of the episode, of what Randy used to be. Just a geologist. Yep. That's all he was. But we're going to get to that part. Uh, so it's like uh, Stan and uh, Token are basically, we're Tolkien, are uh, sitting there watching all this going down. And, you know, they start kind of worrying about it. And at the same time, when they bring up to him, they're like, hey, dad, you know, you're kind of wasting a lot of water. And, you know, he starts getting all bitchy. And they're like, okay, whatever, Karen. Yes. And he's like, what? It's like, why are you calling me that? And he slowly devolves into a Karen. <laughs> yes, but like, I love the fact that like at first he just did not get because they called him it twice mm-hmm. before he stopped and was just like, wait, why are you calling me that? They're like, whatever, Karen. He's like, no, quit, quit calling me that. Why are you calling me that? I don't get it. You're a self-entitled <laughs> asshole, Karen. <laughs> well, I just, I don't get it. <laughs> um, Randy and uh, Steve uh, start arguing. Uh, start arguing which is uh tolkien's dad mm. so i i never realized that that um tolkien's dad's name was steve yeah that just seems very i don't know if they were going with tolkien token mm-hmm. for the kid it's just like and steve yeah <laughs> didn't seem very south park uh but yeah as the two of them are arguing because he's you know even bitching to randy being like you're mm. wasting water i found ways to like you know preserve my water you know yeah. you need to do the same uh they're interrupted uh by the denver water commissioner examining the water supplies uh for their respective farms in which randy immediately is just like oh look at him and just runs the opposite way <laughs> so that character they introduced the uh, water commissioner guy is actually a play on daniel day lewis's character from uh, There Will Be Blood. Oh, okay. Which they played earlier on with the goop. Mm, goo. <laughs> but, like, it, it, it's the stand-in for corruption, which mm-hmm. we later found out is an agent for pee-pee. But, uh, <laughs> it's a pee-pee. And even when you say it out loud, it just makes it even more hilarious. <laughs> um, but it's 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 a scam artist, basically. Yeah. He's, like, he's, he's an he's a objectification of someone who's taken advantage and on a government level, which I think is hilarious. It's just like, oh, you're in trouble. I could take advantage of you. <laughs> <laughs> I can help and this you is, out here. Yeah, you're seem to be in a little bit of a sticky spot. And, and this is where we get the you know the supplies of, of like, hey, so Steve and Randy create a product, and the stream is just an allegory for people. Yeah. And now this guy comes in and saying, well, let me tell you how many people you can have. Mm-hmm. to keep your shitty product coming yep. because they're both producing the same product which I think is a great analogy for HBO and Amazon mm. both create solid fucking content they've both gobbled up property after property 
and now it's those are the two well so i i see the allegory is the weed farms are shows like south park and other independent shows that's mm-hmm. that's the allegory i see and that the actual stream that you see in a little in a few uh, paragraphs them sending the boats down that stream is meant to be the service in which you're paying for i figure I, I consider the boys the service oh yeah yeah yeah. you're right well no actually no sorry the boys the boys represent south park the show the boys represent the show itself that's right yeah well, it, it, it plays there's a lot of double meanings mm-hmm. in a lot of this and like i said it goes from climate change to public you know, platform streaming and then into you know supply and demand of water yeah so in they are so good. They are so good at giving double meanings to everything, like the oh, double yeah. meaning of Man Bear Pig. Mm-hmm. What was the What was the whole story of Man Bear Pig during the apology episode? Oh, we made a back alley deal with him back in the fucking eighties, and now he's come to collect. Mm-hmm. And it's like, so let me get this straight. You knew it was coming, but you didn't want to pay the price. We 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 want no. It's the sixty. It's the fifties. Fifties or sixties. Yeah, he's like no. We wanted our popsicles and our rock and roll. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like it, it 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 becomes not only just climate change, but consequence of mm-hmm. stuff like trickle down economics, all this other other eighties bullshit. But like it it's it's the double meaning yeah. of man bear pig, and, and then in this one he has a double meaning too. Mm-hmm. He's He's an enforcer. Yeah. He is also still climate change, but he's also the, the dis- muscle. Yeah, the muscle. And so it, it works great. So when I when the boys decide to get a whole, get a control because they have to prove whose water it is. You're and right. that's where the whole streaming wars begin. Yeah. Uh, but before all that happens, uh, Cartman is still not even really pissed off, just despondent and just kind of meh about having to live in a hat. Well, his mom finally draws a line in the sand right uh with so it's like, no cartman well that, that's what leads in uh he but he noticed while he's still kind of moping around the house he notices a brand new house being erected across the street mm-hmm. and he sees it's a rich person and in cartman's mind he immediately connects rich person to liking women with big tits yeah <laughs> well it that the whole character, that whole character's arc, the rich guy across the street, Cussler, uh, Cussler, is he needs water. Mm-hmm. He needs a streaming service of his own. Yep. Which great analogy for some of the newer ones that are coming out. Peacock. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Peacock, um, Paramount itself, because if you think about, it, Eric is trying to sell his own people down the river to the person across the street. This new streaming service who yep. is gobbling them up. You know other dominions much like hbo and amazon mm-hmm. so it kind of it kind of facilitates itself yeah the whole the whole big tit thing is just like an old aspect of what cartman would still believe yeah rich but people yeah. rich people like fake women fake women but exactly what you said leanne was like no and we've only heard her do, do that a few times in the series you haven't heard seen her go this hard since the uh, caesar milan episode yeah where he's just like you need to control him you need to stand in front of him yeah, God damn it. <laughs> well, it's like you, in retrospect, you almost just kind of see the break in Leanne in the last season uh, over the uh, housing market. The housing market, where she's like, I will quit my job, Cartman, if you will just stop with all of this. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of like maybe her final straw of like, this is the last time I'm giving in to him just so mm-hmm. we can get back to normalcy. Well, that's the thing. And about- then what, now they're kind of stuck living in that hot dog. Mm-hmm. They're like, 
that's basically the moment where she's like, no, we've had enough now because and of all this shit. You've, you've, you've put us here, motherfucker. Yeah. And it's, it's another aspect of consequence. Mm-hmm. You know, we've watched a whole 20 fucking seasons or more of Cartman not experiencing the consequences of his actions. Very, very and then, few. And then, you know, we come to the subtle fact of, yeah, it's still a single mom, asshole. Granted, you guys lived there for years in our time, but in your time, you only lived there probably about 10 years. Yeah. So you're facilitating a new version of reality into South Park, which actually the reality of South Park constantly changes, mm-hmm. where a single mom wouldn't be able to afford a house. Period. Nope. Period. So now she has she's to, not a hooker anymore. Yeah. So she needs, a, <laughs> she needs a job, and Cartman basically gives her goes to an elaborate lengths to say it's either me or your job and then she finally says if i don't have a job we don't have a fucking house Mm -hmm. and that's the consequence and that's why they live in a hot dog (laughs) (laughs) you have to say it a certain way i know i don't think any of us have said it just hot hot dog dog. it's a hot dog dog. (laughs) it is a hot dog we and not just a hot dog a convenient hot dog Like they like the, the the fountains run with mustard and ketchup. <laughs> yeah, it's the uh, it's the old uh, Nathan's hot dog stand that's uh, actually right outside of uh, Denver, Colorado, mm-hmm. and it it's really weird. Like, cause I to seeing it on this show, especially because there was a YouTuber kind of uh, group I used to watch called the Creatures. They kind of mm-hmm. transformed later into Cow Chop after a few of the members left. But uh, back when it was still the Creatures, they did a full ass road trip up to somewhere and they stopped at that hot dog stand. So it was, and when it was like operational and shit. So it was like when I saw it on the show, I was like, oh, no, that's fucking cool. But I also love the fact that like no matter what Cartman does, ketchup and mustard are spraying on him constantly yeah. it's like he turns on the faucet <laughs> well, it, opens up a drawer it like i don't want to get too deep in it but in a broader spectrum he's the next person or even the third person to move away from south park so stan moved away with randy marsh and they moved to the weed farm they're, they're actually out of the town of south park the hot dog stand is outside the city limits of south park where they lived and kenny, the blacks well not just that but like kenny lives in soda sopa the the different version of South Park, the rich version of South Park. So he's there now. Location wise, he's not too separated, but yeah, I was gonna say he's still like, in the but, exact same but spot. So, but so like reality version though, yeah, they are slowly separating. Well, Soto Sopa is no longer a thing. Yeah, they they already established that. It's like run down and beat down. I mean that that would be like saying you know this isn't where Cap lives. Don't go hunting mm-hmm. them down. But that were to say you know if Cap lived in Noda, mm-hmm. which is about you know ten minutes down the road, it's like oh he doesn't live in charlotte yeah. anymore but it's like, like hey, he's still there but it's he's like just, the, it's like the facilitation of separation yeah so kyle Absolutely. becomes the the last one to leave and mm-hmm. we get that in the last special where everyone comes back home and kyle's still there yeah stan comes back he moved away eric came back he moved away because of his weird relationship <laughs> and and so like it kind of gives you a little bit more realism of not only did they move away but it's because of cartman they moved away right and he's facilitating his own depression (laughs) basically because he's a lot more depressed now yeah um but the the until he thinks his mom can get breast implants and that's what i love it's still an outrageous cartman plan yes and it still you know goes back to like the older episodes like seasons five and six cartman's got this elaborate plan 
to do something so fucking stupid to get a stupid fucking result. Eat, like, think about that. The result of marrying a rich person is going to solve your problems. No. No. This is the same guy who came up with the kid church who said, I could be a millionaire by telling kids to put a dollar in a box. Just put one dollar. One dollar in that's, the box. That's my top five episodes. Because that's, Maybe that's what we need to do is a South Park like personal top five episodes. Oof, that's going to be fun. Oh, yeah. My three of them are Jimmy and Timmy episodes. <laughs> <laughs> um. But but eventually when Le- Leanne does kind of come in through the cliff, so she 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 not only keeps telling him no, mm-hmm. but she also goes, "We also can't afford it. We're broke." Mm-hmm. And it's interesting. That's the thing that broke him. Yeah. Hearing her saying no, 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 he just kept getting mad, and she's like, "Even if I wanted to, we couldn't afford it. We're broke, Cartman. We're yeah. broke, Eric." See, I see. Even here, I'm trying to say yeah. uh, Cartman, even though she calls him Eric. So like, Eric, we're broke. And that's what all of a sudden the tear streams down his face because that's the one thing he just does not want. We're broke. Yeah, the vanity of having money keeps mm-hmm. him going. So, and again, this this sets up the perfect way Cartman winds up gaslighting his friends essentially. And like, it, it, even with the whole gaslighting part, it doesn't come on. Like, he facilitates the gaslighting because he just kid, doesn't correct it. Yeah. He has no reason to correct it because now the kids have decided, hey, we're going to start a streaming service where we create markers, mm-hmm. little little boats, popsicle yep. boats, um, to show where the water's coming from. Yep, because uh, Steve winds up learning that he can sell some of his water supply if yeah, he water can rights. prove. Yes, water rights. If he can prove that his if his water stream reaches Denver, mm-hmm. so he winds up talking with the boys, and they're like. We've got this. And it does like this really cool montage scene of them yeah. like eating popsicles, constructing like this one single mm. boat. And they're like, oh, ta da. <laughs> and, and, and the part of the reason I liked it, it honestly, that, well, one of the things I really like about this show, and it's the reason I also like that movie, Good Boys, which is they are so adult and smart in certain aspects, but in certain ways they are still kids, and they write that really well. Because watching that, it reminded me being a kid, grabbing just random shit around the house to try to make something, mm-hmm. and felt like I was like in a big workshop, yeah. or you know, so, and I was just building something grand. When in reality, it was a it's little a boat. boat. The size of my hand, you know? That has massive fiscal responsibility. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) So, like, you know, going to something like The Boys, you know, another version of this is, like, going back to when Butters was a pimp. He's selling kisses. You're a pimp. Mm Mm-hmm. So like that that kind of flies over his fucking head just like this. And you guys are about to fuck up an entire economy with your popsicle boat. And it's the story of consequence. And yep. that's when the uh, other guy, the guy across the street from uh, Cartman, says, hey, I heard you guys are making little boats mm-hmm. to prove where water's coming from. I want you to make me a few boats. Because now, which is, which is this is here, this is kind of fucked up. So they prove that where the water's coming from, from Credigree uh, Farms. Yeah. Yeah, because after because uh, after the, it winds up being a success, um, he winds up getting uh, subscriptions to a, a service, including PP. Yeah. That's one of the important things. Is after the first test run, before Custler gets involved, yeah. PP sees that and he's like, "Ooh, I want a piece of the pie." <laughs> but it, this this is kind of kind of weird. Uh, so they prove that Steve 
the water's coming from Steve's area. Yeah. But they're also proven, you know, where PP's getting his water and they're also proven where Culver's getting his water. They're constantly having to prove it. Yes. Every That's day. Pro- That's the problem. So now you've created a, uh, a supply and demand chain. Because mm-hmm. Steve was telling the boys now, he's like, look, yeah. we're going to need a lot more of these boats. Yeah. I'll, I'll pay you, what was it, like $5 a boat or something yeah, like yeah, that. It was a ridiculous amount of money. Oh, yeah. And they're like, oh, my God. Yeah, sure thing. Five dollars a boat, sure. Five dollar. Five dollar. And like, this is where I like where they're making fun of themselves. So they make a deal with PP, mm-hmm. then they make a deal with Culver. Yeah, this is the back alley deal. Well, they never make a deal with PP. Yeah, uh, the boys never do. Yeah, uh, it's it's that PP subscribed to Steve's streaming service. Mm-hmm. The boys don't have a relationship with PP yeah. at all. But it's the it's the back alley deal itself. Yes, that. Wait a minute. You guys were on HBO. Mm-hmm. Now you're on Paramount. The the actual antagonist, protagonist situation, whoever you think is good or bad. But this is a non-complete clause mm-hmm. that is being blown out of the fucking water. Yep. As someone who signed multiple non-compete clauses, this is what I think is hilarious. It's like, yep. how can you justify... So, well, because yeah, because it started with Steve, and he's like, "I'll get, I'll give you, you know." Actually, no, I, his was the lowest. I think it was like two dollars a boat. He's like, "I'll yeah. give you two dollars a boat," and they're like, "Okay, yeah, that's awesome." And then Randy hears about it, and he's like, "Oh, I need boats. I want to, I want to do it yeah, too." And they're too. like, "Uh, we can make you boats. Um, maybe three or four dollars a boat." Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Yeah, deal." And then when Culver gets involved, Cussler rather gets involved, he offers. $15,000 for 10,000 boats. Yeah. And they're like, cha-fucking-ching? Yeah. <laughs> and then so they recruit Kyle, Kenny, and Butters. And I love the fact, th- this is one of the things I mentioned, I was like, I love the fact that they're going through the process of making these boats, but they're still having Butters eat all the popsicles. Mm-hmm. It's like, you could easily go to an arts and crafts store and get the popsicle sticks. But no, yeah. Butters is just over there ho, 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 yeah. just chomping down, sucking down these popsicles. And this is what I think is hilarious is before Paramount Plus became a thing, mm-hmm. even an option against, let's say, Amazon and HBO, HBO had already shut out the money to do the whole back catalog. Yeah. Right. And even some of the new episodes when it was coming out. Uh, and then you see Paramount and Paramount did it the same way Amazon did where they were buying whole networks at a time. Yeah. But so was HBO. At no point did HBO just take up Comedy Central, which, you know, in, long, in an aspect of business, is probably a bad idea. Yeah. But God damn. Like, can you imagine? Like, you, you, you get, like, I, I would get HBO for this show. Yeah. For South Park. I got to watch South Park. Oh, yeah. You know, if I want a back catalog, I want to watch it. But that's like, Disney saying, yeah, Netflix, you can keep those Marvel shows. <laughs> like, just like, what the fuck are you doing? Well, there's also really nothing left on Comedy Central anyway. But, like, they're bringing back a lot of old content. They're redoing, redoing like, Reno 911. Mm-hmm. You know, you get the Paramount, back, yeah. yeah, but you're getting the back catalog of The Daily Show and stuff like that and The Colbert Report. And I'm just like, I'm, I'm thinking in the back of my mind, I'm just like, how? How the fuck did you guys, did you two guys get away with this shit? With like, do the, I own them? No, sir, not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> Disney Disney Plus is the looming one that never got shown. 
And then, uh, so while the boys are just in butters, just <laughs> sucking down those popsicles and they're rocking it out, Cartman shows up and they're like, don't fucking tell him what we're doing. Yeah. It's going to fuck it up. <laughs> but his manipulative depression. <laughs> yes. He's just like, hey, guys. They're like, oh, hey, Cartman. He's like, what, what are you guys doing in here? They're like, oh, we're just nothing. nothing. We're just kind of doing small stuff. I mean, don't worry about it. Just, you know, what do you want? He's like, oh, nothing. Just trying to raise some money, mom my mom needs surgery and it's so such a blanketed fucking term that even the boys are like oh shit they're still friends with this motherfucker they can hate him but they're still his friend yeah and they're like okay it is a shit and you know in the grand scheme of accomplishments these four boys do even with like Tolkien and Butters or like Craig or anything it's not hard for them to make money. They built a tower to heaven. Yeah. Okay. So, like, it's not hard for them to like just accumulate large amounts of wealth. I mean, Cartman did it with Faith Plus One. Yeah, Faith Plus One, a church. He did it with a fucking church. They 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 do all these businesses. Cartman Burger was yeah. a thing before they realized he was sticking it up his ass. Yeah, Tetterman Chili. <laughs> he didn't make money on that though. He made spiritual money off of that. He yes, he he made a lot of uh, spiritual tears. Money tears cure cancer, <laughs> and they are so salty and tasty. Uh, so by this point, uh, he winds up threatening Leanne that he's going to have the surgery done to himself. Mm-hmm. She still remains unfazed, and it's oh, just like the hard, oh. the hard line. Oh yeah, of Mrs. Cartman is fucking fantastic. She's just like okay. She's just like reading a magazine. He's just he's like, like I'll do it. I'll do it. Mm-hmm. He's like, I, I, he's like, I'm making money. I'm saving up money. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna save the money. I'm just gonna get it done. She's do, like, do it, do it. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Whatever. And oh my god, that is such resolve for a character who has like no backbone against her son. Um, and like that's what I like about South Park. They're able to build characters a little bit more. There's a lot of change in characters, and and like their tropes and stuff. You know. Mm-hmm like stan's dad you know, randy is was nothing but just a full character and now he's a monster of karen <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah and the and the other bit i forgot to mention too it was in the synopsis has wanted to skip over it's like but once he gets the money he like goes hey mom i've got a surprise for you close your eyes and like takes her to the doctor and he's just like okay open your eyes and she's like what the fuck are we doing here and the doctor's like trying to give her all this information about breast augmentation and all Mm -hmm. that crap and she's like no i've already said we can't afford it he goes i know mom that's what's great i have the money i got the money you can get it done and you can marry the rich man and everything is going to go back great and she's just like oh my fucking god yeah Yeah, her her resolve is still there Uh uh-huh and then that's when he starts threatening he's like fine i'm just gonna fucking do it myself because the guys is like look i can just refund you guys the money you know Mm -hmm. sorry about all this And he's like no 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 we're not doing that i'm gonna fucking get it done she's like fine whatever and then he gets it done (sighs) yeah he, he winds up getting it done and it's like you you see it a little bit but they, they do they do it kind of like a monster reveal mm-hmm. because you know he's just like, i'm gonna go do it and she's like okay honey I'll, go, I'll pick you up call me when you're done and i'll come pick you up he's just like okay and sure as shit he goes in there gets it done and he's just like the the shock sets in mm. when he's in the hospital bed and i don't know maybe because cartman is just such a horrible character yeah. you know you kind of want to see him suffer mm. a little bit that resolve in his face of 
oh fuck i really did just do this Mm -hmm. i love that (laughs) and you know while this is going on the stream awards are getting to like a pitch point yep and And to the point where steve sees a report on man bear pig well he's he's going he goes up the mountain yes and where all the streams are coming from and he sees all these for sale signs of real estate and you see go back to the old real estate episode you see one he's just like stuck in mid place yeah, with his thumbs up like yep he's just like back cracked laying on the like, ground someone came and tried to buy all of it but we couldn't <laughs> something stopped us and it's just like yeah the man bear pig that's what stopped you <laughs> But he also connects uh, through that uh, realtor that essentially uh, the, all the land has been sold to a wealthy buyer. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to struggle a little bit. It's like that can mean a couple different things. So um, this actually goes to actually policy of the United States. Um, I was reading an article about where they got this idea from. So in the United States, if a rich company or a company itself buys a swath of land, that's mm-hmm. usable, let's say it could be a national park, could be used for something else. They can retain the rights without eminent domain coming through. Right. So somehow they bypass something that we would go through of eminent domain. Let's say you have a house and they're going to put a highway above your house. Mm-hmm. They're able to daisy chain themselves out of that situation. Because okay. like, no, no, we're going to use it for something. We just don't have to tell you. You'll and find that's, out later. And that, we'll find out later. And they never use it. A lot of land out west is owned by corporate corporations that aren't going to be used for anything other mm-hmm. than probably dig a well or some shit. Right. But they own the property, so they get the property yeah. taxes. So it also prevents the government from coming through saying, oh, we need to put a highway here. No, you don't. No, you don't, because we're going to put a fucking oil well here. We're going to create jobs. That's more important than your fucking road. Mm-hmm. Or we're going to make this a conservatorship of a park. You don't need a park. Parks are useless. They're not. But you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, and that's what they're trying to show here. And but it's also the gall of trying to sell land where life has to come from. Like, yeah. And I just love the they just can't like the way he the way he's like just broken and back and it's yes. just like Steve he's like, <gasps> he's like, Look at Sharon, look at her sale and it shows like a crooked up woman kinda of like fucking stranger thing, just yeah. all broken up and shit. <laughs> And I'm just like, the only thing that could stop anything in South Park is Man Bear Pig. Mm-hmm. And then it jump cuts immediately back to Randy in which he starts to sail one of his boats down his streaming mm-hmm. service so he can prove and get a little bit of money. And all of a sudden, one of Cussler's boats comes running on in. And I love the animation on this because it's like the, the animators of South Park have even discussed before. They're like, yeah, we, we really love working on the show, but we really like when Matt and Trey really go off the walls and it gives us a chance to like do something a little mm-hmm. different and you can tell that the animators had so much fun animating those boats and making yeah. it seem like some big pirate adventure and mm-hmm. like Custer's boats hitting Randy's yeah. Tegrity Farms one and it like breaking apart and it's it like, reminded, it reminded me of that movie uh, where the river runs wild where those two rafting boats are just trying to bash each other yes. and just like getting away down the stream and she's like just trying to move and like maneuver and trying to not die and I love how each one always has a little Lego figure on it mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like they, they never skimped on the detail and, it's uh, like some Pirates of the Caribbean dun, 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 dun. <laughs> oh and even another good uh, allegory they used in kind of like a little meta joke is uh, while they're still working and getting all the boats made mm-hmm. before Cartman got the money you see them all making the boats again it like jumps back to that and you see Cartman just like slapping them together. Mm-hmm. 
lazy yeah and, and and kyle just kind of looks at him he's like dude he's like what what he goes we're making quality product yeah he's like just because we have to make a lot of these doesn't mean we have to like make them suck you know we, we got to make them at least look good yeah and and it was just like that was an immediate commentary on this like yeah we've got a lot of shit to make but you know we still need to put time into each one and that's got a slap in the face to people like netflix hulu and everybody trying to make a shit product just kind of shell it out just push it out and i will say just listen to reviews even the ideas that are being pitched for those netflix series god damn it's funny i didn't even know where you were going with it but yeah. i had a feeling it's like yeah. dude netflix is just they're popping thought, out so I much like, shit, i thought half like, of these episodes i was watching of like commentators talking about hey there's this new movie mm-hmm. there's this new show and i'm like you're fucking lying yeah you're watching some shit back in the day or something like it's trash tv there's like I don't know if you kept if anybody's kept track of this. Netflix has gone to reality television a lot lately. Snowflake Mountain, whatever the fuck that is. You haven't even seen that. No, one? that's I don't, I, I don't want to. Well, too bad you're about to hear about it. It's, 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 it's a show where they just drop a whole lot of kids that like the the stereotypical. When you say kids, uh, ages maybe like 16 to 18 okay so we're not talking about like lord of the flies no we're not talking about cool. kid nation kid nation <laughs> but no Jake dro- Harsh. no dro- dropping a Is whole Jake lot Harsh of- making it <laughs> <laughs> that's sadistic fuck <laughs> just some ellie goldings like, uh, this is lord of the flies but with teenagers they don't create religion they create capitalism <laughs> But no, it, it's a whole bunch of, you know, mid-teens and early 20s uh, kids mm-hmm. drop, basically dropped off in the middle of nowhere, man versus wild style. And just like all the kids are the stereotypical on their phones 24-7. You know, week. You know I, we, we need to have electricity at all times kind of shit, mm-hmm. you know. And, and basically kids it is. Kids who probably never went camping. For for a lack of a better term, and I, and I know some of our Discord members watch this show, I'm sorry. But it, it comes down to essentially boomer humor. Mm-hmm. It's oh look at the kids that can't function in society without their luxuries. That's really what it comes down to, and, that, and that's just an example of the shit Netflix is putting out. I would love an opposite version of that. Hey, look at the guy who can't stop saying the n word out loud every <laughs> fucking day. <laughs> Let's drop him in uh, the seediest part of New York and see how long he lasts. See how woke he is in the hospital. <laughs> but um, so, like, it's just this oversaturation mm-hmm. of like the things they're making. And Cartman is like, you know, like you say, we're slapping shit together, and that's what that is. It's 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 a nice fuck you to the streaming services as a whole for content creation. Yeah, and like, I, let me ask you so What what is like because you you have the ad for YouTube. Yes. So with even with that said, I have found more entertaining product on YouTube mm-hmm. that I have on all the other streaming services we Absolutely. have. Absolutely. Nine times out of ten I go to YouTube first for just watching something and if yeah. i can't and then it's like if i do a 30 minute recommendation youtube scroll and nothing really interests me and i don't feel like re-watching mm-hmm. something then i might go to disney plus then i might go to amazon then maybe i'll go to netflix yeah. and we had talked about it during the stranger things uh how long do you think it would take before one of the big ones get knocked down or bought out I don't know. That's a tough one. Yeah. That and I, think, tough. I think that's that's one of the unanswered questions of this special mm-hmm. is there's nothing really resolved 
when it comes to the streaming wars part. No, because they just create more streaming. That that's the end goal is to create more streaming. And uh, and my favorite uh, one of my favorite scenes actually happens now. So after Randy's boat gets knocked the fuck out, he's just like, wait, those are the kids' boats. See, they're making boats for other people. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. And like approaches them and they're like. Well, we, we just wanted to make money. And it's like, that's when it gets super metal with yeah. everything. Because he's just like, no, you can't sign an exclusive deal with me, an exclusive deal with Steve, an exclusive deal with Kostler. You got to do it right. He's like, no, we're marching down there right now. And you're going to tell him you're not making boats for him anymore. You're making boats for me. And they're like, no. oh, okay, all right. But then they show up and they realize he's been murdered mm-hmm. by Man Bear Pig. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. And this kind of goes to like corporate sabotage a little bit. Yeah. You know, with Disney and Marvel, you know, creating all their stuff. This goes with like HBO backing DC. In my mind, this is how it like plays out mm-hmm. is it's like it's just a matter of time before one just undercuts the other one on just some fucked up idea. Yeah. <laughs> And then uh, at that point, uh, at PP Splash Town, uh, Steve winds up approaching him and is just like, hey, man, shit's going down. I can't do this anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, I have to cancel your streaming subscription yeah. service. I'm sorry. And he's just like, no, no, you, you can't cancel the PP. No. <laughs> and they make, him, they make him overtly evil. Oh, yeah. From when the last time we see him in the, uh, the Watertown episode. Yeah. Um, and... And this is when everything gets revealed. He's been working with the water commissioner. He's mm-hmm. been working with Man Bear Pig. He has his whole villain dialogue thing in front of Steve. It almost felt like um, the Emperor scene in Revenge of the Sith, mm-hmm. where, where it's like he's like, "No, no, I am the Senate," and then fucking kills Mace Windu. Yeah. <laughs> but the water commission guy realizes, you know, the the broader plan, mm-hmm. broader spectrum of the plan. And then he he wants more money or he'll tell everything. And that's where Man Bear Pig comes in again as the muscle. Yes. It's just like, I'll fucking kill you too. Mm-hmm. I don't give a shit. <laughs> and I'm just like Man Bear Bitch. Man Bear Bitch. <laughs> hey, Man Bear Bitch. And like they kinda end on that. Like you think you assume, you know, Steve is dead. Yep, because basically uh Man Bear Pig stabs Steve in the mm-hmm. gut. Mm-hmm. which we've all come to realize over the last few months is no one ever dies from a gut check. So Steve was fine. Yep. Gets stabbed in the gut, tossed out the window, sliding on down the slide. So it's like, it's just fucked up. Like if Steve had actually died, we would have been just laughing at his death the whole time. Mm-hmm. Cause the motherfucker's like bleeding out, yeah. but like going down a water slide. Yeah. <laughs> and you see there, you see like the little, the water turn red. Yeah. Too, and it's like, Oh God, that's fucking hilarious. And then that whole, uh, evil villain plot you find out that pp is no longer interested in the water supply he knows the water supply is going to go away he just wants to utilize the water for as long as he can and then slowly start incorporating piss piss into the water to a point where people will now be just consuming 100 percent piss and they don't even realize it mm-hmm. Which is a great allegory for whatever content's being created. Yes. It's that, all trash. That's what I loved about it. It's like, we don't taste it when there's just a little bit mixed in. Mm-hmm. But it's like, the more that gets mixed in before you know it, you take a sip and you go, is that the way I remember it? Mm-hmm. And then you realize, oh shit, this is, 100% this is all piss. <laughs> this is all piss. <laughs> yeah, like you can say that about a lot of content we watch, you know, mm-hmm. it's... it's Especially when we went from watching something like, you know, going to the movies and watching Star Wars 
to watching Star Wars on television, mm-hmm. to watching something from Mandalorian to Boba Fett to, yeah. you know, this and that. Right, right. It's like it's in, the content's kind of gone to shit. Yeah, unfortunately. Like I, 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 and my, that's just my opinion on just like the Star Wars part. Mm-hmm. But it just it just goes to shit. Well, I've already said a few times that like my fandom is swapped. I used to be a hardcore Star Wars fan and like a casual Marvel fan. It's like my fandom swapped. Mm-hmm. It's just the, the Star Wars stuff has just been killed out for me. Um, but yeah, so uh, back at school, uh, Stan warns the others of uh, Cussler's death and Cartman arrives. Yeah. <laughs> Bouncing and jiggling and fussing at butters for staring, mm-hmm. uh, which becomes a nice ongoing joke for the next episode no um and tolkien's mother linda calls him to inform uh that steve of steve's disappearance which kind of it's kind of a sobering moment a little bit because you're kind of laughing and giggling with you know cartman coming in you know bitching about things and not addressing the fact he's got like pamela anderson sized tits (laughs) (laughs) and then all of a sudden it's the humor is just broken up by tolkien having to take that phone call and hear his dad's missing so yeah. that was a little bit of like a sobering moment because south park doesn't do a lot of real like that yeah too often well like it's it's, it's the opposite of brevity yeah you know it's you know, taking us a, a you know when we watch a somber moment on a show and they, hey there's a joke here and there and they, okay that that breaks it up it's yeah. just the exact opposite yep. which is needed because there is a serious point to this show mm-hmm. at some at you know even when they do stupid shit like remember the guinea pig episode oh god oh my god i'm so startled. Me winks. i'm so startled <laughs> so. oh yeah, yeah startled uh but yeah so it basically ends with uh randy no longer being very you know trustworthy of what's going on and starts investigating mm-hmm. uh leading us into episode two uh, amidst the streaming wars a drought in south park has significantly worsened and i love the opener for this one it was you don't miss your water by Otis Redding. Yes, is playing, which is a fucking hilarious song. Like for this moment, and even the, it's, just, it's about love and loss. But like this, in this moment, it's just about you guys fucked up so goddamn much that now you have no water. <laughs> yeah, in a snow town. <laughs> uh, and then we jump immediately into court where uh, Eric is suing his mom and forcing Stan, Tolkien, Butters, and Kyle to testify about how Cartman used the money they earned to pay for his breast implants. And the op- that opening is so funny. He's like, can you tell me why exactly you did this, this, and this? And it's like each boy testifying. Mm-hmm. And I thought they were going to do like, this is the end of the of the of the episode right and they're just calling back to the oh, front you know yeah. what i'm saying we talked we talked about this on stranger things it's like mm-hmm. this is a cool way to open it's like this is what's going to happen at the end but now they're going to show the end real quick yep. a part of it or just a part of it and then show what happens but no they do a whole different thing and this is like i love the judge saying get the fuck out of my courtroom this is fucking stupid this is dismissed yeah, yeah get the fuck out of here <laughs> Uh, elsewhere, Randy wakes up on a bench uh, surrounded by feral onlookers. With this Karen bot. Yes. Because by this point, as we mentioned earlier, we keep cutting back to Stan and he is just regressing into more and more Karenisms to the point where by the end of the episode of last episode, he's got the full haircut, everything. Yeah, Randy's, Randy's, Randy's fucked. Oh, yeah. And. It was kind of interesting because when you're going into it, you're just like, oh, it's the new silly thing that's happening with Randy. Mm -hmm. But I think that overall arc was even them being aware with themselves about Randy because Randy goes through a big personality change on this, Mm -hmm. which I don't know if it's going to stick or not because he says it wouldn't stick. Um, But yeah, so uh, when (laughs) where Detective Harris shows up, 
and he's just like, what's going on? And he's like, you went full nuclear Karen. Yeah. And he's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> and it's like the sudden realization of what he is. Yes. And I love, I love this. They, they, later on they'll do it. I'll bring it back up. But like the, the, the self-actualization of Randy Marsh mm-hmm. in the South Park universe. Yes. And oh my God, it's so fucking funny. Uh, Cartman also notices uh, Tolkien exploring the late Robert Custler's abandoned home uh, for clues about Tolkien's missing father, Steve. Mm-hmm. Um, when, he, uh, when he hears of Custler's death, Cartman summarizes that Tolkien is having sex with his mom, believing it to be why she is standing up for him. Yes. <laughs> because Cartman is an idiot. <laughs> somehow a genius, too. I know, and I'm sitting here going, I'm like, and I, I mean, I'm even watching the episode sitting here going, how is he connecting these dots? Why does he think that Tolkien has anything to do with Cussler's death and that he's also fucking his mom? Well, that's the great thing about Eric Cartman and like the, the pathos of what Cartman is. You're never, the more you try to understand him, the more dumber you get. Yeah. The more you think about it. I just it, need to not. Yeah, yeah. So like it's just like trying to think of like who did not eleven. The more you look at it, the dumber you get. <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned on the new CCR show. Yeah. Uh but yeah, uh back at the Denver City Council meeting, uh PP proposes his new pitch deck. Which yes. They make a lot of deck jokes. I, uh Linda, I need to see your husband's deck. <laughs> uh how big is your deck? <laughs> But the thing is, is like I didn't realize what a pitch deck was mm-hmm. initially, and I'm just like, where are they we going? Just, we, just, we just talk about because it's a pitch. Yeah, we who are average players of business walrus know exactly what a pitch is. Yeah, we know what a pitch is, but not a pitch deck. deck yeah, and then that's why I was just like, is that real? But no, it, it is a real thing. Um, to have his water park, and subsequently the entire of entirety of Colorado run entirely on piss. Yeah, and I like the this is the celebrity endorsement. Yes, it's all the people that promoted cryptocurrency and NFTs. Yes, so this this is what I really like. It was like, how low down are you going to get yeah. to sell your bullshit? Yep. All right, your p- bullshit idea of piss being an alternative to water, uh, <laughs> which I think is fucking hilarious. Um, and it starts with Matt Damon. Yep. And <laughs> at what point does he get pissed on? Yes. And I'm just like, yeah, because he makes that noise. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. well, it was when he was taking a shower. Yeah. yeah it is. He's it, like, ah, 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 He's basically ah, taking ah, a golden shower. Yes. <laughs> it's like, oh, my God, that's so fucking funny. But I did not expect, like, this is something I didn't see coming, was all the other celebrities. Like, you got the uh, the the queen of bullshit, Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh, my God, the yes. Goop, the goop lady. Brain is goop. Yeah, and then Reese Witherspoon out of nowhere, then LeBron James, and then Larry David. And it just seemed like almost it, it, it bordered on fetishism. Drink the piss. Yeah. Be happy in the piss. And I'm just like, this is kind of disgusting, but yet hilarious at the same time. I think South Park's done nastier. They have. And so I, I was I was fine with this level. And I mean, hell, the horse cock on the previous uh, season was nastier than this. <laughs> Show her, brothers. Show her. <laughs> Hell, hamburgers. Uh, meanwhile, a remorseful Randy abandons his marijuana farming business and resumes his geology profession after realizing just how far gone down this path he is. What is, what was, you remember what his job title was? What he actually studied? He studied geology, but he studied a sub a subversion of, 
It was uh, the way lakes and streams formed. Yep. Yep. Flumeology. Mm-hmm. And I just laugh that because that's the exact fucking term of someone who discovered, like, who studies rivers and streams. Right. And I'm just like a fluviologist. And I'm just like, I haven't heard that since biology class in high school. Yeah. And I'm like, God damn, that brought back like just flooded fucking memories <laughs> of just like trying to learn all these fucking terms for assholes who do science. And I'm just like, <laughs> assholes that do science. And they brought back one of, uh, like, in the background, you actually see some of uh, Randy's friends. Yes. That, that, that were kind of, like... Uh, the guy with the stringy gray hair. Yeah. Who were all kind of, like, condemned to, like, background spots. But it works out. Like, it, it's just pretty cool scene. He's got his desk. He's got his pocket protector. His hair's back to the way it was. Almost to the point of, like, season five or six. Yeah. Where it was, like, kind of badly chopped up a little bit. And... Well, the thing I really liked about it was his realization moment, mm-hmm. because, again, we watch a lot of the nerdy YouTube stuff. We just mentioned, you know, we always go to YouTube first, you know, before any other streaming site. But through that, you know, we watch I've watched at least a lot of uh, South Park fan content mm-hmm. and folks have talked about, you know, just how far Randy's gone, you know, away from the way he originally was, you know, he's now almost a flander flanderization of Randy, you know, it's almost, he's a parody of himself, no longer being a parody of a dad, that kind of thing. Mm. And it kind of felt like Matt and Trey realized that saw that con like saw some of that content and kind of put it in that speech where he's just like, you know, I used to be smart. You know, I used to have, important things to say you know I was, I was a geologist you know i was i was important and he was because he helped uh, on that drill that drill through all the hippies yeah so it's like i i do think that maybe they were just like you know we we really do need to get randy back to just being and the they're playing they're, play, they're playing that song that's basically saying south park overdid it and we're sorry. Yeah. <laughs> we made him a main cast when he was supposed to be like a B-tier character. Well, I think he can still be a main character. It's just he needed to just get back to classic Randy. Yeah. You know, he he had just gone too far down the asshole route. Well, it became so elaborate. Like, even before the weed thing, it was, oh, he's Lord? Yeah. He's Lord. Bro. Well, see, even that I was cool with because I wasn't asshole Randy. Yeah. But it's, like, it's not even like the asshole part of it. It's just like the over the overdone storylines now that granted they are hilarious episodes grant they're fantastic episodes yeah but it's like you're getting really far from what you started with you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying and i love expanded universes and everything but if they were just to do a show called randy well they they tried that yeah come on down integrity farms have yourself a time, time. Yeah. <laughs> like even the whole integrity thing is just like all right guys you made the joke and it's just like no we're sticking with it as long as it takes until we can apologize for it. <laughs> no, Randy, you're the only one that likes the special. That's oh, fine. That was my target audience anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's like, all right, fuck you guys too. And so he get, he gets he goes back to the fluviology. Yes, and he's realizing what needs to be done. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, while this is going on, as it as it token butters and Cartman, they investigate the. Uh, the water resort uh yeah right before that um denver's about to commission a pp service and then randy uh, arrives and proposes uh, a building for the uh, d desalination plant desalination plant which is something that 
are big on our coast, mm-hmm. but not on the West Coast for some reason. And when I was looking at the design, I was really expecting it to look more like dick and balls, but it didn't. Yeah, it looks like giant balls, because that's what a desalination plant looks like. It's a giant orbs yeah. that collect water, heat it. <laughs> but I was <laughs> expecting just a nice long building straight down the middle. Mm-hmm. That way they could do like a top view and just, just like be a, like, dick. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so, come on, they're, they're already making piss jokes. This it's is, like, I you think know. this one was all tit jokes. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that, that, that's about right. Yeah, because of how they wind up um, solving it. the problem. <laughs> um, but yeah, so enraged by hearing about this, uh, PP orders his staff, including Man Bear Bitch, <laughs> to get rid of Randy. And then at that point, that's when Cartman and Butter spy on Tolkien at his house. Uh, when Tolkien confronts them, and Cartman reveals his research on the drought. Uh, Cartman, Butters, and Tolkien uh, tell Harris of their research, and Harris, believing that Steve is behind the drought, be- uh, reveals that Man Bear Pig is likely being exploited as it fears for its mate, Pig Bear Girl, and its offspring, Chuck Chuck. Exploited. Um. <laughs> That's gonna be funny. Just hear you say, try to say exploited, but um, yeah, Chuck Chuck, which is actually just a fucking like knockoff gremlin or some shit like that, like yeah. sloth from the Goonies. Even I, what was it you said? You said that's a kid inside that fucking suit, dude. <laughs> when you're watching it, it's literally a kid in a like Ewok suit. Yeah. Because if you look at his mouth, his mouth is moving behind a mask. Chuck 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 Chuck. And, and that's like even the noise the fucking Ewoks make. They're like, chuck, chuck. yeah. And I'm just like, motherfucker. And they, they never. That's South Park's been doing this with us lately, mm-hmm. and it's the only thing I've not been a fan of. They'll drop something like that, and then never explain it. Yeah, we, we got it in those future episodes with the mm-hmm. folks wearing the shit on their heads. Yeah. So many specific people were wearing it. We never got word on what the fuck it was. Yeah. Now, and now we get it again. Spoiler alert, by the end of this, you get no reveal on Chuck Chuck anything. They just fucking walk off into the goddamn sunset. And yeah. I'm just like, no, god damn it. Reveal the fact Chuck Chuck's a kid. Yeah, so uh, they go down there. And what were you saying about me saying exploited? You, you, miss, you didn't say exploited correctly. Well, how did I say it? Exploited. You put exploited. An R. Oh, okay. You put a fucking R in there. Exploited. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Mouth is getting all filled with flavor. I fuck up the words all the time, man. I fuck them up. I fuck them up real good. But uh, like, so, so the the guards are like, "Hey, there's someone down here." Blah uh-huh. blah blah. Oh, and they catch they catch token. Yeah, and they token token. You you you're part of the problem, Chris. You goddamn right I am. <laughs> but um, they catch token, and like, I love the guard. Like, kind of stares at Cartman for like a minute. And he's like, my eyes are pure asshole. Yeah, and I'm just like, oh god, damn it! This is the joke is still there. But then, the, then the pee pee. Poor Butters. It's just like, but Butters is like, he's going through puberty through this exact moment. As soon as he saw Cartman, it was just like the first little sprig just went boink. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so pee pee comes down. He's like, oh, you're the little son of the guy I killed. Yeah. Yeah. And this is like, that's the reveal. And it's just like, oh mother. Fucker. Uh-huh. And so they go back to they go back they basically cage them mm-hmm. underground with the with the equipment. I'm just like that that is some villainous shit. Yeah. That they're that's some Wario shit, you know what I'm saying? And uh <laughs> except I like Wario. Um 
Yeah, so Steve turns out to still be down there. Yes. He, he, he washed up down there and was being uh, kept alive by a man bear woman. Mm-hmm. And, and the boys are kind of using the photo to kind of triangulate mm-hmm. like where he could be. They're like, well, th- that's the thing. Oh, what do you know? There's, there's a thing down there. And then Cartman's got a t-shirt on the whole time. And yeah. It's just like everybody's staring at him. He's like, hey, stop staring at me. <laughs> <laughs> My eyes are up here. That's all. <laughs> Um, but yeah, uh, Steve uh, starts getting his consciousness back from in the sewer and uh, notices his patched up wound and realizes that Pig Bear Girl and Chuck Chuck were the ones that tended to him. Mm-hmm. Which again, that was the moment. I'm sitting here going, I'm like, okay, something happened with Chuck Chuck. Take the fucking mask off. Yeah. <laughs> Take the fucking mask off. Who is this? So they they come up. So at one point, Randy, Randy gets down there. Yep. Uh, and saves the kids. But he realizes... His plan, the plan to you know, basically take the whole town to Pissville. Yeah. Um, but he also realizes, staring at Cartman's tits, saline. <laughs> saline will save the town. Yeah, because he realizes there's an issue uh, within transporting uh, salt water up the hill to the plant. Mm-hmm. And yeah. <laughs> Uh, Butters, Tolkien, and Cartman uh, survey the water park and uh, locate that the employee entrance is uh, down there near the slide. Mm-hmm. And. Um, PP tells the boys uh, his plans to have everyone invest in his urine service and eliminate the boys, uh, in which Harris then visits uh, Linda Black at Category uh, Weed, uh, revealing his intent to kill Steve if he finds him while Steve eavesdrops on their conversation. Yeah. Um, I'm just like, even at this point in this episode, I still didn't know the point of Chuck Chuck and Pig Bear Girl, but. I do. Well, they're the yeah, exactly. I was like, what would be offspring of climate change? So it's it's another it's the next back alley deal, the the uh, the compromise we make with ourselves, right? You know, so like a good example of this is uh, our use of paper products again. Mm-hmm. Instead of going away from plastics, we're going back to paper products. Like you remember when that change happened when you were a kid? Yeah. So we had like the big, like you remember the big cup at McDonald's was made of paper and mm-hmm. then it went to styrofoam and now it's back to paper again. Yep. Yeah. So it's it's the compromise. It's the future compromise we're making with ourselves, especially Got when it, it comes to like takeout stuff. Mm-hmm. I noticed it here in Charlotte more than anywhere, but takeout places are now using just the cardboard fold out salad bowls and stuff yep. like that, which are fantastic. You know, it's biodegradable, but like, this is the next thing because where does that shit come from? Trees. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's either dig up the oil or dig up the trees, man. Like you gotta, <laughs> you gotta really compromise with yourself on what you want. And uh, at that point, Randy receives a call that man bear pig has destroyed the plant and his coworkers believe that it was looking for him. Uh, Steve finds Randy and tells him about PP's plan and Randy's family convince him to revert back to his Karen persona. Using a strain of marijuana Sharon had saved. And I think it was what, the Halloween special? Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving special. special. And Sharon's like, this is the one I really liked. <laughs> yeah. And, and he was, and, and, oh, yeah. And then it's the comically a large amount of weed. Yes. Yes, it was. The quart jar of weed. And the thing was, too, is like, that was actually kind of a touching moment. Mm-hmm. Two of, like, and, and again, South Park doesn't do it a lot. So, like, when they do have a little bit of an emotional moment, it kind of hits a little bit more. It was really sweet seeing Sharon, someone that's been so sick and tired of Randy's shit, just being like, yeah, but you did do this. And I like kind of liked it. But like, you've been such of a dick lately. I hadn't like wanted to tell you. But like, mm-hmm. no, this this was actually good. And I held on to it. And yeah. like, it, it, through all this, you did do some good, Randy. But we, we need you back. Yeah, we, we need Karen again. Yeah, just for, just for a quick moment. But then he's just like, but if I do this, there's no coming back. 
I'll forget you, which I thought was hilarious. He's going to get high and forget. I know. And so I had saw this episode before you, and I was getting really amped up for this part because he goes in the barn and smokes it, and I'm just like, he's going to love this shit. And he starts doing the the Doctor Strange from Spider-Man move. Yes, he starts doing like the, uh, yes. Pulling memories and shit out of here. Yeah, it was the scene right before he uh, opens up the multiverse in Spider-Man. It's like the thing that sets it off. But yeah, he's like doing the fucking circles around his head. And it's like from our perspective, he's like actually doing it. It's but just like, like what the fuck is Sheridan happening? And them are watching from the window. What the fuck is he doing? Doing, I like out of fucking yeah, and his face is all just like, and he's like waving his arms around. Nothing's happening. Mm-hmm. But again, you you for a second believe that it's actually happening because of the Leprechaun episode from last season where Randy gets like those magical powers and like gets everyone out of jail. Yeah, and then yeah. So then, there's like a part of you that actually thinks you're like, oh shit, Randy's like somehow conjuring up some magic, and then yeah. it's like, no, he's just really fucking. And St. Patrick shows up and gives goggles everyone, man and women. Yeah. <laughs> and then probably one of my favorite of the celebrity references, um, PP is filming his latest commercial at yes. the water park, and you Reese, got, Reese, have fun in the PP. Yes, and it's like he's, <laughs> it's all the people because in this entire hour long episode. It's been split up by little pieces of like the different celebrities doing their mm-hmm. uh, spots, like Gwyneth yeah. Paltrow and everyone else. Now you've got all of them in the pool, and they were just kind of like. It's also kind of a good commentary on like maybe the celebrities kind of understanding how far they've gone. What's well, the sellout? It's like how far will you, could you get a celebrity sellout? Mm-hmm. And that's it. You can make them just in a pool of piss. Yeah. If you wanted to. Make them splash around. Give Drink enough, it. Give them enough money. Yeah. It's just Act like you're happy. Splash around in the yeah. piss, motherfuckers. Be brave. Yeah. Bold. <laughs> Pepsi. Fucking Bitcoin. <laughs> Crypto. <laughs> but it's like... It, I thought it was also just kind of telling too how PP kind of all of a sudden broke down his personality some too. Whether where I, I forget what celebrity was just like, no, I really don't want to do this. He's like, no, fuck you. PP owns you. You splash around into PP and you be happy about it, or I will fucking kill you. Or yeah. whatever the fuck he was doing. It's just like he's like, no, I own you, bitch. Yeah, do it. And they're just like, and then Reese Witherspoon just starts crying. <laughs> <laughs> I don't love, fucking hate this place. <laughs> yeah, fucking hate this place. But uh, that's where um, and Karen forces his way in. Yeah, because it, it goes viral. Because another part of this was the news reports of well, nothing in the news today because we ran out of Karen videos. <laughs> yes, Karen wasn't in town today, so yeah. we don't have anything to talk. But there's about. like a live stream feed of her of a, of Karen going off at the fucking guard at the front. But I will say. Very interesting that they went down this specific path with that cut because at first, Randy Karen is in the right Mm. trying to get through. But as soon as the live stream kicks in, it's when he's in full Karen mode. You don't see the beginning of what caused it. Mm. All you see is the Karen outrage. Mm. And I thought that was a very interesting thing that they went because that has been kind of been revealed throughout the years with different people losing their minds and videos. And you're like, oh my God, the fuck is wrong with this person? Mm. And then you hear the backstory of what led them to that. And you're yeah. just like, oh, 
Well, it, they still shouldn't have acted like that, but that's really someone having a bad day. It contextualizes yeah. it some. So yeah. they even kind of played into that by only letting the the live viewers see just mm. the, no, no, let me tell you something, PP. Yeah. <laughs> and he gets like in, in his face. He's like, I want to speak to the manager. He's like, well, I own the place. He's like, no, no. Who's your boss? And uh-huh. I'm just like, that reminded me so much of my last job. Also, uh, so my boss, the head of the company, uh, took over a conference room right next to my desk, and he was right beside me, and I could see through his his glass walls. Yeah. I'd have customers like, I want to speak to the owner, and I would look to my left, and there's the owner, and then I would say on the phone, I'm sorry, he's not here, <laughs> and I can't get you, I can't get transferred you to him. Yeah. And in my mind, I'm just like the amount of mental kung fu i had to do with these motherfuckers on the goddamn phone because they didn't want to be scheduled for a service yeah and i'm just like karen's as far as the eye could see (laughs) (laughs) and uh basically while this happens uh the distraction is great enough for the kids to release uh chuck chuck and pig bear girl yeah i remembered it yeah pig bear girl And Um, and then yeah and then so man bear pig sees that and he's just like oh they're free they're free fuck you pp is yeah. like they're they're good they're safe mm. oh i'm gonna kill your ass <laughs> and i love like so right after that they're like we got the desalination plant on top of the mountain yeah and you got cartman in the white coat the white robe <laughs> and, and so so they show cartman's tits yeah because he's a boy but then when the women show up they cover them in yeah. like the the awkward like uh-huh. hands or this or whatever, and I'm thinking that's so fucking funny because it's still a cartoon. Yep, and I'm just like, yeah, because Randy, I, f- I forget what because it was another one of those classic Randy moments that mm-hmm. led to that. He hears a word and does the whole doctor was it Doctor Oz? No, not Doctor Oz. What was the one? house? Yeah, he does the whole house thing of like you know water fish fish sushi sushi like it, it goes down like this big long thing and eventually ends on like saline saline can feel filter it and looks down at cartman and he's just, and he's just like oh no 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 <laughs> but they get cartman to kind of like start the wave yeah and they uh drain his tits yes <laughs> and then yeah. Uh, I, yeah he gets on tv and like does like some big movement of like you know all the women need to come drain their tits of the saline and like but but the parade of women that show up is like all of the big poofy blonde haired fucking maybe 50 60 year old women plumped up lips yeah <laughs> they're like the orange county wives or yes yes and so they they go in there and they start draining all the things and like even the entendre of the squirt (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's like that's fucking hilarious it is and then so like all right so it starts working yeah everything's great everything's going and then butters turns around he's like oh hey it's man bear pig and chuck chuck and and pig bear girl and they're like they're going into the forest Mm -hmm. and like at, at one point, someone says, shouldn't we kill that fucking thing? Yeah. He's like, and Randy basically out of the blue says, ah, fuck it. Let's get high. <laughs> yep. That's exactly what he says. He's just like, ah, eh, fuck it. And just simply just like, everyone needs to smoke some weed and forget about it. And that's the, that's the, that's the end of the episode. But that's indicative of fucking everything. It's just like, let's just get high and forget. Well, so, and again, that that's the part that really made me sit here and ponder. So I'm just sitting here going, I'm like, okay, 
So the South Park crew is usually really good at setting up a problem, maybe not answering the problem, but just being like, Hey, you guys, y'all, y'all know this is a problem, right? Mm-hmm. Where are y'all? Are we going to do anything about it? We, we just make comedy. Like, yeah. This is up to y'all to do something. Yeah. Like, come on. South Park never solves his problems. No. But what problem did they bring, try to bring to our attention with Pig Girl and Chuck Chuck? That's that's the thing that the still com- really it, ponders me. It, I know you were saying more back alley deals, well, but like, but like the, what? Com- the compromise on how we deal with climate change. So as of right now, we've compromised on the deal with climate on climate change with um, I forget what the name of the process is zero sum. Um, fossil fuel usage, which right, right, instead right. of a gradual decline, like we're here mm-hmm. and we gradually decline, zero sum is immediate like, drop. Immediate drop, but like in the future where it would create an energy crisis mm-hmm. and we'd have to think like, so it's the idea of the stupid idea of people work better in a crisis situation, which they don't. Right. They panic, they scream, they bitch and moan. Oh my God, oh my God. Yeah, so like the zero sum game isn't feasible mm-hmm. and that's what south park is as a town the, the zero sum game they were like even with the whole uh the mongolian thing they built a fucking wall around their city it doesn't make any goddamn sense yeah why why and that because that's the zero sum they've made a crisis answer to a problem they could gradually resolve right time so but, but they're trying to say that this is the offspring of climate change yeah so, so there's going to be another problem coming right after this apocalyptic thing right and that, but so that's what i'm asking though like what it's is just, it it's an allegory of mystery so you don't know what it is until later on just like we they didn't see the problems in the 80s what they were doing until now when we have realization of what the fucking problem was well so no that that was back in the 60s because it was grandpa was a kid yeah but, but like, so that, it but wasn't like, the 80s but that's what they make the joke of the 80s itself is right, overindulgence right. over usage over over production right but but they were aware of what was happening which is why they made the deal with them mm-hmm. so it, it just really feels like that within the episode they were saying hey that right there is a problem let's go ahead and take care of it now while it's small yeah so and then they were like no let's just forget it so yeah. for the fact that they're saying this could chuck, be chuck, a chuck, small chuck, thing chuck, chuck, chuck could literally be a stand-in for any small problem now that's going to be over elaborated in the next 20 30 40 years yeah and that's and the, that works remarks back right to what i was saying mm-hmm. is i wonder what they were seeing as the small problem that we could nip in the bud now versus letting it grow into the bigger problem you know it could just be an oversimplified and you and like i said you can put whatever you want in there yeah um for me it would probably be the oversaturation of media we need to nip that in the bud maybe create some type of unified system mm-hmm. on you know uh, or it could just be what is considered a utility. Is internet a utility? For us, it is. We grew up with the internet. Yeah. We need it to get jobs. We need it to do shit. We need it to communicate. Mm-hmm. It's not a utility, though. Now, what if they now have to, now that's something we can nip in the bud right now? Instead of 40 years in the future where internet's like in, in West Virginia, the way Brad's got it, that is a shit show of a situation mm-hmm. with his internet service because it can go out all the time and he still has to pay for it. Yeah. Here it gets fixed like that. Yeah. But what if we treated it as a utility like power lines and water mm-hmm. 
where everyone has equal access at a reasonable price. Right. So, so that's just one example of a small problem that needs to be fixed immediately. Mm-hmm. Like phones are a utility now. A long time ago, there was big one big company running all the phone lines called Bell South. Yeah, and then they dropped it into the baby bells, basically. Yeah. Nipped that shit in the bud when they did because it became a monopoly. Internet services are a monopoly. They all work with each other. They, it's power the pro- companies. Yes, yeah, but it's the it's the propane uh, the propane dealerships in King of the Hill. Mm-hmm. I'm going to raise mine to three gallon three dollars a gallon. Well, I'm going to raise mine to three hundred one. That's cool. I'm going to raise mine to two ninety nine, and then it's just slowly one goes up, and they say so spiral up in right. price. So yeah, that's another problem, you know. And there's so many other ones we don't like really recognize just because of our demographic. Mm-hmm. That are problems that can be nipped in the bud very quickly that we won't see till 20, 30 years down this future. Yeah. So, um, well, they're trying to warn us about something. And I'm kind of curious if South Park's going to be around that long. <laughs> Fuck. I mean, they, they re signed to like, what, 10 more fucking years of this shit, it seemed like. Oh, well, yeah. So they t- signed for 10 specials. They've already done two. Yeah. So they got eight specials to go. So, and I, I feel wonder, like it's going to be going for a while. And they, remember that was Buku money too. It was like nine mm-hmm. billion or something. No, what was it? They, they fucking bought Casa Bonita with that shit. So, I mean, <laughs> good on them. I'm still yeah. waiting for South Park Land. Remember they Cartman created, remember, remember, no, remember they created like a, uh, like a, like a pop-up theme park for a yeah. little while. I'm just like, make it, just <laughs> fucking make it. You dick. <laughs> Well, I know we're going to have some more South Park stuff to talk about before the end of the year because uh, they've already done that big festival uh, celebrating the 25 seasons of South Park. With Uh, Ween and uh, Promise. mm -hmm. And uh, so they're going to be doing a special on that, I think, through Paramount. So uh, if that's of note, I'm sure we'll do a little review. And hell, Cap actually might join us on that one since it has to do with music. (laughs) I'm kind of curious. Like, what would you think? Like, uh, just a quick little thing, like out of a South Park land, what would you like to see out of South Park land? They might not call it South Park Land just for the Parkland part. Right, right, right. Like, <laughs> Well, okay, so like, this is completely left field, but this is where my nerd brain goes. A cheesy poof bounce house. Yeah. Where it's like, where it's like the orange balls, but like and it's like you're in a big cheesy but like the bag. different the different like attractions, you know. Yeah. You would have uh, a Casa Bonita. Yeah. You'd have, you know, uh, you could actually buy cheesy poofs. You can have chefs. There's a giant guy who's chef. Yeah. Making chocolate salty balls. So see that that's the kind of stuff I'd like to see. Maybe not stuff like you know the Butters Dark Ride or you know the Kill Kitty experience. It's like that. That wouldn't be as fun. It's like I would want deep cut little referential. Oh, throw piece. in a Kenny doll. <laughs> Okay, now that would actually be yeah. good, but, but like, they, but like rides and shit called the Tetterman. <laughs> well, no, not even necessarily. That's why I'm saying I wouldn't want that. That's the stuff I wouldn't want. Yeah. I would want it to be. This is a theme park in South Park's universe. Yeah, and if that were the case, there wouldn't be a ride theme to Cartman. There wouldn't be a ride theme to the Tettermans. It would be themed to the ip in the south park universe you go to like a little kiosk and get a faith plus one cd yes that's the kind of shit i would want you could buy a lord cd but it's just randy marsh with a mustache on it mm-hmm. yeah. and like and that's why i'd be cool with like a chef restaurant mm. because it's like okay i could see that in the south park universe mm-hmm. only thing i wouldn't want would be character themed rides or yeah. attractions i think i think it'd just be fun to have like people dressed up like giant plushy people oh yeah yeah <laughs> of course you, you can have that all day long but uh yeah I, I think that would be just something cool because i saw a few images of what their little pop-up theme thing was a little festival mm-hmm. and i thought that was just fucking hilarious 
Uh, I would love them to do like a little like a Broadway version of the Book of Mormon because you know, they, they made that. Yeah. And like little puppets, little marionette puppets of a Team America you could buy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, that would be really good. But no, this has been another really good special of theirs. Like I said, if, if the little uh, live show thing is anything to report on, we might do an episode on that. But until next time, for the Couch Potatoes, I've been Alex and Chris. Do you have any sort of final thoughts on the streaming wars? Not really on the streaming wars. It's like, I'm just curious what the next one's going to be. Yeah, right. What the next special would be about because there's just so much shit. You know what I want? What? A good Halloween special. Oh, get corn back. Oh, shit. <laughs> Can you imagine just corn making a special appearance? It's like, hey, guys, we are back. Yeah, and they just start. Boom. <laughs>